I'm Amelia, and you're listening to Echo the Podcast. Hey, I'm Sam McPherson, and my new EP, Power Lines, is out everywhere you can listen to music. Singer, songwriter, and producer Sam McPherson recently unveiled his electric new EP, Power Lines, featuring his heartfelt single, Safe to Say. The project, like the single, showcases Sam's earnest songcraft and candid relatability. Boasting the title of one of the top New Jersey artists to hear in 2023, and with nearly 50 million career streams, it's safe to say that Sam is an artist to keep an eye on. We caught up with Sam before he embarked on his first ever headlining tour to chat about his new EP Power Lines released via Electra Entertainment and more. Take a listen. Sam, I am so excited to have you on. You recently released your new EP, Power Lines. What was the production process like for that EP? The production process, much like the songwriting process, was a bit uh, scattered, which tends to be how I work creatively most of the time. Um, and I, I usually write a bunch of songs and collect them in a batch and then figure out later um how they relate to each other or don't um and in this case i had a large grouping of songs and a lot of songs to pick from and i just slowly started finishing the ones that felt like they were ready to be finished and kind of building this power lines world um so it was it was a lot of putting things down on paper and then doing a little musical sonic audit to see, oh, what a like maybe I need a song that covers this lyrical real estate or emotional real estate or tempo real estate. Um, so I I really was just trying to put forward a dynamic, um, well-rounded uh attempt at at the the story and the world I'm I'm trying to communicate with power lines. I love that. And I was reading too that you like to write from inside a moment, which I love the idea of. Can you expand a little bit more on that concept? Sure. I I tend to write or or I like my favorite songs are songs that make me feel like the engineering of the songwriting is not in the way of my own user experience with the song. Um, it just feels like I am transported to a place where I was supposed to be brought to by, by the artist or by the songwriter. Um, so in my own music, I try and just make their, make sure or try and attempt to, um, create as little barrier to entry in terms of someone who might resonate with an idea or or have some type of mutual understanding and let them um see my own experience in their in their own way um because i have hopefully articulated it in a way that makes them feel like they're sitting next to me as i'm going through it um so yeah that can be tricky and and it doesn't always work and and also every song doesn't need to feel like that. And, and sometimes every song doesn't call for that, but the ones that do, I try and, um, leave out no details. Um, so that a person with their eyes closed, uh, could feel like that they're there. I love that. And we get to hear that too, in your single safe to say, um, what was the inspiration for that song? 
Safe to say is really about growing up and trying not to and uh, realizing that you don't really have to and no one's making you. Um, But also just it talks about there's just a lot of uncertainties in life in general, but more specifically in growing up and in thinking about the future and in knowing what tomorrow looks like and all of those things. And that when you find someone you love and someone that you want to spend time with and um, someone that kind of is there outside of the, the noise um, it can make dealing with all of the uncertainties in life a lot more feasible, a lot more enjoyable. Um, and it kind of, it, it paints all of those struggles uh, more as like a privilege that you get to hurdle them and more and, and not like um, a burden. Absolutely. And in the song, one of the first lines, you talk about leaving New Jersey. How did growing up in Jersey inspire your music? I feel strongly connected in terms of my identity to New Jersey. I love New Jersey. I love the people in New Jersey. And New Jersey seems to have and seems to have a uh, reputation of just no nonsense, give it to you straight up and down. Um, and I think I take that approach a lot in, in music and, um, in business and in, in a lot of other areas. Um, so it's just definitely like a very down to earth, you know, head on a swivel looking left and right. It, It feels very present. Um, and I, I try and, take that approach with me. I had a wonderful upbringing in New Jersey. And you grew up only 20 minutes outside of Ashbury Park. Did Bruce Springsteen, I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but did Bruce Springsteen and his storytelling style inspire you at all? Because I feel like he also pulls out those details and tries to tell those stories and you do it so masterfully as well. Thank you. I, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, pretty much the mayor. He's obviously quote unquote, the boss. I (laughs) full transparency hand up. I did not grow up, uh, really listening heavily to Bruce, but when I became a songwriter and when I started getting into music as a, uh, creator of it, I was immediately inspired by him and his writing style and the no nonsense approach to lyric writing. And, um, the, the the vast amount of stories he has to tell. I mean, he's just, you know, as you know, just like a prolific storyteller. And so, yeah, growing up in New Jersey, um, it's definitely assumed that, you know, you're a Bruce guy. And I, I, I definitely am. Uh, and speaking of inspiration, your dad was all, is also a musician. Um, did he give you any advice, musician to musician, when you started to get more interested in music? Yes, he gave me, he still gives me, but I was talking to him an hour ago about, uh, you know, what, what his process was like when he was making stems for a song and they were using 24 uh, or reel to reel tape machines. Um, whereas now I, I, everything is digital and, and virtual and, uh, streamlined, but yeah, he's given me a lot of advice. I think a lot of his advice is just on mindset. Um, 
because being a musician is hard and being an artist is hard and working in music is hard, uh, like anything else for its own reasons. And, um, it's just important to have people around you that are, are really, really supportive. And both of my parents have been wonderfully supportive. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, uh, his, his advice is more just more fatherly. Keep your, keep your head on straight advice than it is, um, musicianship advice, which he would happily give me if I asked. And when I ask, um, but yeah. It's good to have a little mixture of both. And it's so fascinating too, that you grew up so much around music, but you didn't really get into it until college. What was the catalyst that really made you want to start writing and producing? Um, I, I went to college and I was a soccer player and I was a nursing student in a past life. And (laughs) for whatever reason, um, there wasn't for as intentional and conscious as I am about making music now and have become, there was no real conscious or intentional thought into starting music. Um, Retrospectively, I think I was just kind of felt like I was in this new place. I was going away from uh, home, going to college and I was playing soccer and I was nursing. I was doing all these new things and meeting these new people. And I still felt like, there was something missing. Um, and there was, you know, I, and in terms of knowing myself, I don't think I would know myself as well as I think I do now, if I had never started songwriting and really, um, and by nature of that being really reflective and introspective and, and all of that. So I think I, at least at that time in my life, I was just looking for something and music became, um, like it is for many people, a, a place to, uh, a new place to explore. And what do you think was the biggest thing that you discovered about yourself when you started to write? And also as you've continued to write? Um, I think that there's plenty of things I don't like about myself that I've I've just in, in that I've, um, it maybe not, uh, discovered, but more so just pinpointed. Um, and I think I've been able to work, work through a lot of them because of that. And, um, just, I think it's been a really good, just internal case study about how I am in different situations and, and maybe how I could be different next time in those same situations. Um, when I, I, at least since I've been writing songs, I've tried to just be a very honest documentarian of what's going on in my life, which can be very humbling looking back and kind of, kind of being able to trust your own record of something, uh, and then realize that you were wrong to, to put yourself in that situation or to feel like that or whatever it is. So, um, it's definitely just kind of kept me uh, in check with reality. I'm sure. And it also makes me think too, cause you have such a huge, uh, loyal fan base and what has it been like to not only see people feel understood by your music, but also to see that people understand you. It's, it's humbling and it's, uh, certainly inspiring. And, um, 
when I, at least when I'm putting the music out, I, a lot of the times, like I was just talking about, am trying to understand whatever it is myself and trying to understand me in that moment myself. And the music is not the, the final conclusion of that, but it's a, my, a good, uh, good attempt at, uh, you know, somewhere farther in the process of that and, and getting to understand how I feel about whatever it is. So the fact that other people's kind of put their hand on my shoulder and say, Hey, I understand you. And I understand what you're going through. And, Oh no, that's, that's this, like, this is, this is why you were feeling like that almost. Um, it's been really interesting and beautiful and strange and, uh, completely unexpected, I think. Um, so yeah, it's been a magical, uh, just, you know, ridiculous process and, and journey really. That's so special to have that. And what is your hope when people listen to the EP? How do you hope they feel after they've listened to it? I think, I think having put out a f- not a ton, but a fair amount of music now and have gone through the release cycle of m- the long process of making a song and then putting a song out and then kind of being a passenger to to people's responses to the songs i can under i think i more and more understand the the responsibility the power that comes with putting a piece of art into the world and um letting people take it home with them and letting them make it their own and uh letting them develop their own relationship to it and how special that whole process is so i think i've tried on this EP to capture every corner of the room um, of of the world and of the emotions that I was trying to document. And hopefully in doing so, there is a corner for everyone to to hang out in. Um, and and may, and there's a good chance that for a lot of people there's not, but um, I've just tried to be as honest as I can with uh, every inch of what I'm putting out there. Um, and I don't think I left too many stones unturned, at least in terms of my own, um, my own discovery process. Well, I think the fact that you're so honest in your music, I think leaves so much space for people to, to find themselves. And I think that's what's so great about your music and kind of along those same lines, if you could set those fans up in the perfect environment or moment to listen to the single, what do you imagine it looking like? I imagine it it looking like a small venue on in one of the 20 cities where I'm going on tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably my 60% serious answer. I think just wherever I can remember so many moments of my life where I know what song I was listening to. And I'm not sure I would, I can't tell if I wouldn't have, it doesn't really matter, but I I can't tell if I would have remembered the moment because of the moment or because of the song or because the song soundtrack the moment. I would think it's probably because the song soundtrack the moment. Um, And I have so many moments like that in my life that I can tell you where I was, what I was doing, the song I was listening to and why I was listening to it. Um, So I just hope that people leave room to have moments like that 
for themselves and and let the songs keep them company or don't or listen to them and put them away for a year and come back to them and and you know take them for a walk with you whatever it is um i think also a big part of that obviously is i write all of these songs and envision playing them to people and experiencing that with people in a room um and i think that's a large part of it and i think the community aspect of it is a large part of it um but I, yeah, I just, I hope that people feel invited and welcomed to make their own, uh, make their own relationships to the music. I love that. And it made me think too, how cool your music is, because when you're writing it, you're revisiting past memories and past experiences. Mm-hmm. And when people are listening to it, they're creating a new experience. So it's almost like a dual experience. So they're experiencing whatever you experienced and then their own experience. I, j- I just think that's really cool. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's, it's, it's also, um, it's, yeah, it's strange. It's strange to, uh, to be like, Hey, here's the, here is the, uh, the order of events and the spark note summary of this, this year of my life, this five minutes of my life, whatever it is. Um, and then people can take that and use that as a template for their own, their own, uh, their own moment. So in, I think at its best, the songs accomplish, accomplish both of those. They can expect um, a whole lot of energy and uh, on-key singing for the most part. Um, I think they can just expect to experience the songs in a new way and maybe for the first time and maybe for last time. There, There's a whole spectrum in my mind of, of what people can get out of the live show that we're hoping to create. Um, but mostly it can, I just want it to be, um, a fun, a a fun night. And, um, I I want to cover all of the, the, the dynamic range of, of human emotion in, in the sad songs and the happy songs in the stories I tell in between the songs. Um, I don't want there to feel like there's, a barrier between me and someone coming to a show or someone coming to a show and someone else next to them coming to a show. So I think it's going to be special and a lot of fun. It was really strange. Um, I, I, uh, had a really hard time, I think for like the first 20 minutes being present because I was in awe of the thing itself. Um, so it was a little bit like playing, playing the songs because I played them a lot of times now and performed them a a lot of times and singing the songs and thinking it sounding good. But at the same time, as I'm singing a second verse of a song, thinking about how strange it is that all of these people are here to a party that I invited them to. And they actually came. (laughs) Um, 
And also there, because it was a hometown show, there was a, a lot of people there that have, that, uh, didn't know me in that, in that capacity, which was weird for them, I'm sure. And weird for me because I, you know, I only knew a lot of people there because of lifeguarding or that I only knew them because I was the kid in their math class that couldn't do math or like I played soccer with a bunch of people or whatever it is. They, the last thing that they knew me as was a musician, artist, performer, songwriter. Um, and it was strange to come back in that capacity and see a lot of people I know I've known for some of them my whole life and, you know, feel the need to reintroduce this this thing that I do and this thing that I feel like I have always had inside me um, and is really closely tied to my identity now, uh, but that maybe they have just no idea about. Also, a lot of your songs are based off of past experiences. Were there any like, are any of your songs based off of experiences with some of those people that showed up to the show and had they heard the songs before was it like reliving some of those old nostalgic memories i yeah definitely um i yeah definitely i it was it was very very strange and a lot of the people even just my friends a lot of the people have been um you know auxiliary characters in a lot of these scenes in these stories and and uh, whether they know it or not, they're a part of that song DNA. And at least when I was writing the song, I was thinking about them and they were definitely um, there in the room in in spirit and in thought. So having all of them in real life and playing these songs that uh, in a lot of ways were just actualized and and brought to life in a room was 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 crazy, frankly. How cool. That's awesome. And besides the amazing shows you have lined up and the EP, what's up next? Um, I mean, in, in full honesty, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. Musically, I have, uh, an idea and a head start, a, a large head start. Um, and I think there will be plenty more music after the EP for the rest of the year and plenty more uh, live shows. And really that's where a lot of my energy goes into and into thinking about the future is playing live music and writing the music in which I play live. Um, and then everything else gets filled in behind that, at least right now in terms of where my focus is. So the only thing I know for sure is playing a lot more shows and releasing a lot more music and just trying to get deeper into the thing. Sounds like an awesome plan. A lot of stuff to look forward to. And it also gives us time to enjoy the EP and everything um, that you've put out. And how can people stay up to date with everything that you're doing? Um, Instagram is a good place. Uh, uh, TikTok, YouTube, wherever, the internet. Every, yeah, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> or just, you know, call me, whatever it is, whatever Perfect. you need. <laughs> yeah. Even better. And what is one quote that you have heard or that you go by that you want to echo out to the world? At least in terms of songwriting, someone much better at writing than I said uh, 
to me. Um, it is important to bring the particular to the universal and that the long ride home matters and the missed cup of coffee too. And, uh, they kind of just left me with that bomb. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I've been thinking it's been a, a few years and I've been, I've been thinking about it since. And I think it's just a wonderfully beautiful way to talk about songwriting and writing in general and, and communicating with other humans. Absolutely. I, I that's so poetic. It's, it is truly beautiful. Well, Sam, thank you so much for sitting down to chat with me. It's been so fun talking to you and learning more about the EP and can't wait for the live shows and everything that's up next. Thank you all for listening to the latest episode of Echo the Podcast. To stay up to date with everything Echo, you can follow along on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest.